Well, good morning, family. How about uh, everybody doing good? Oh, come on. Everybody doing real good? That's, man, that's, that's great stuff there, man. You know, like I said, if y'all was at a racist, you know, it'd been hooping, hollering, and everything else. We could surely do it here for the Lord. Amen. Oh, man, I tell you what, I, I look around and I thought, man, it's so great to see everybody. And, and I think, man, folks, God's brought together to pull together. Amen. That's what a family does. I don't say a family's perfect. Amen. I got a mirror. Amen. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I said, we can still pull together. Amen. And that's what I hope that we do as we go through that. So if you feel blessed today, let me hear you say amen. amen. Oh, I'll tell you what, we're on the a, on a right track. Well, anybody had a crazy week besides me? <laughs> Hands all over the place. It just happens like that sometimes, you know? And it doesn't mean it has to be a bad week. Just sometimes it's a little crazy, man. And I tell you, when I was looking for this message this week, and uh, it's just like I was on a treasure hunt. I spent some time with the Lord, and I spent some more time with the Lord, and I, I read, and I went through his word, and I watched some tapes and go to sleep with preaching on my head and uh, my earphones and everything else. And I was just like, man, Lord, what is it that you want to show us this week, you know? So long about Thursday, I started reading through some devotions and everything else. And out of all the stuff I read, out of everything I saw, out of all the prayers I prayed, this, this one line just dropped up and just right in my spirit. It says, what will you do with it? And I thought, man, and I can always tell when the Lord's nudging me in that direction, you know, it's, and it's just start growing in my heart. What will you do with it? What will you do with the, your future? What will you do with your life? What will you do with the forgiveness? What will you do with my son? And I was like, wait a minute, Lord, I got to write some of this down, you know, but it just started multiplying in my, in my heart. And I thought, man, this is great. So I went on through there and I said, so Lord, where's, where's the scripture for all this? You know? And, and he's right on time. And he, and he drew me to Proverbs chapter 4. And I'm going to read some selected verses out of there. But I thought, isn't this something? I open it up and I go through there and I say, man, I, I know this is it. And I read it and it just knocked my socks off. And I said, man, this is great. Because everything, every path I was on this week of studying got all encompassed in this. So you know what I did, didn't you? I said, Lord, why didn't you just tell me that from the beginning? <laughs> Y'all ever do that? I said, Lord, we would have saved a lot of time if I'd have, I'd, have, I'd have listened a little closer. You'd have told me early. And I wrote down what the Lord laid on my heart. And immediately, this is what he said to me. He says, you know what? You wouldn't have had to experience the richness of the time we spent together. God's got a way to say a one-liner to shut everybody up, doesn't he? You wouldn't experience all the richness of the time that we spent together. And, I, and that's so true because when he started unpacking the message, I thought... Man, he showed me that earlier in the week. Wow, he showed me that. He showed me that adjustment that I need to make in my life. Does that happen to y'all? I'm going to pray for y'all right now. <laughs> does that happen to y'all? <laughs> yes, it does, man. It's, it's, that's what it is. It's about course corrections and things like that. But I'm going to read this for, for you right here. This is Proverbs. If you got your Bible, open them up to Proverbs chapter 4. I encourage you to read the whole thing uh, this week and just soak in that. But this is a verse that really jumped out. It said, look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Boy, if I would do that every day, I'd probably have a whole lot less uh, headache at the end of the week sometime, you know? How about y'all? If I just look at what's ahead. Now, I think we can learn from what we went through, don't you? But I don't think we could drive real good looking backwards, which I just thought about that. I went over to my mom's the other day on the motorcycle coming back. I'm always looking, always looking. I'm getting up there, coming off uh, Mercury on to Kmart. I see a squirrel, a flat squirrel. And I said, all right. And I see where he's at. It ain't like he's going to move. He's flat. And I look over to see where the car is coming. And when I look back, I was right on top of Rocky on my bike. 50 miles an hour. Woo-hoo! Keep on going. I thought, man, how did I get over here? I took my eyes off for just a minute. Just a second. And you can drift, can't you? 
But you know what? I thought, man, there's a message in there somewhere. But I just want us to focus on what's ahead. Let's look at it again. Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. So that's what we're going to be looking at today. And I, I noticed a lot of things that, you know, how many people like shortcuts? I am the shortcut king, man. I mean, I, I used to be, but I'm finding that that's not always the best way. I found out that the, the best view is not always from the shortcut view. Amen. How many of y'all have started down a path or started in a conversation? That's a real nice way for an argument or a discussion. And uh, yeah, that's, that's a Christian word right there. <laughs> discussion, right? And you find out you don't have all the information about midway through. Usually it's not until you've made a really good fool of yourself till you get the rest of that information. You go, oh, I know that. I didn't know that. Well, there's a whole lot of things that I don't know, but I know who does know them. And I know when I keep my eyes straight on the Lord, he minimizes those things in our life. Amen. But you know what? Just like looking back, trying to get in that lane. You know what? We need to look back and pull the positive from those things so that we can move forward. Amen. And I tell you what, that's really going to tie into our message going on through the studies with grace. Man, that's a, that's a powerful thing. So I want to take a look at a few things here today. Uh, like I said, the best view is always from God's view and walking with him. And I said, you know, I, I read that. I said, see, the Lord walking, walking me through all this path this week gave me a better view. You know, I almost left out some notes in here. And the Lord said, ain't you going to tell them about your week? I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> I didn't have a really good week. And uh, you know what I'm talking about? Sometimes you want to take, I don't say the shortcut, but sometimes you don't always respond like you want to respond. Anybody had a rough week at work? Come work with me. <laughs> but it's okay, you know. But I, I found out what was happening was when, when, you know, they were changing things and doing things. How many people like change? Not too many, usually, you know. Not at first. Once you get over there and everything's great, you go, oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you didn't want to do that last week, though. So things change a little bit. And they're telling me about how they're going to change the job and less people and do this and more with less. You know, that's just the way it is. And I was like, what? That just don't make any sense. And so the next day. I, I was a little boisterous. I, I think you got to stand up for yourself. There's not a problem with that. I was like, hey, man, this, I, I don't understand what the plan is here. You know? And then when you put them to the carpet, then they go, well, we need to check with the union. We need to check with this. And then they start putting things in focus a little bit. But I've been working long enough to know we're still going to do it. <laughs> you know, that's the way it's going to work. You're going to still do it. But anyway, so about the third day, I was driving to work and I started up again. And I know better than this because I know our words are powerful. And the Lord said, to my heart, when I'm driving along, how many get this little windshield time with God? And he goes, how you feel today? I said, I, I, don't, I don't know. Okay. And, and he continued to talk to my heart. He's like, so all that complaining, what, what did it do for you? I said, nothing. He said, why don't you praise me through the day and see what happens? Oh, man. Changed my day. Changed my outlook. Those people are like, what are you taking? What do you got? What are you? <laughs> Nothing, man. I'm just saying, hey, we got a job. We got this going on. It doesn't always go like I want it to go. But you know what? Sometimes you got to let off a little steam, but don't stay there. Don't stay there. And if you got some good friends, <laughs> they'll let you know, don't stay there. That's enough. Let's move. You know? Uh, but if you're not careful, you'll get in with people and they'll just keep you going. They'll get going. Yeah, you, I can't believe they did that. I can't believe they said that. Next thing you do, yeah, 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 yeah. You come home, the dog's running from you. Watch going, all these things. It only happens at my house, right? Yeah. We are on the right message today. Praise God. Everybody goes, yeah, I know what you mean. Isn't that something? Y'all thought I had a little recorder at your house, didn't you? But it's true. We get so wrapped around the wheel. And yes, we do have to make a living. We do have to deal with things. We have to deal with a lot of different things, you know. But I tell you, and, and God's so gracious, he'll let you walk out there a little bit. And then he'll kind of whisper to you. 
How's that working out for you? How's that working out for you? And you're going, it's not going real good with that. So I want to encourage you to praise your way through the day because that's a, I put that to practice this week and it changed my outlook. I want, I want you to hear this. It has not yet changed my situation, but it changed my outlook about my situation. I think that was the lesson. That was the lesson for me to learn. I don't know what the lesson is that God has for you, but I know this. You can't put a whole lot in somebody's hand if it's like this. And same with your heart. And when you tighten up and toughen up, it's not a whole lot of room for the seed of God to work in there. But when we open up to what God has for us, I'm going to tell you, you'll start massaging things in your heart, bringing things to the fullness. And you know what? And it doesn't always fall out the way you want, but I guarantee you this. There's something in that situation that you can learn. Amen? There's something that we could take out of that. And, you know, I'm, I'm starting to look at this. Maybe I'm getting older. Maybe, maybe guys are just finally getting through my hard head. I was like, if I'm going to go through this deal and it's not comfortable, at least when I come out the other side, I want to have something for it. What is he showing me? Not why me. It's what is he showing me? Have you all ever asked God why me? And he said, why not? Wow. Watch what you ask for, right? <laughs> you know? It's like, wow. But I'm going to tell you this. God is good all the time. Can I get an amen with that? So I want to jump through a few verses that the Lord kind of drew me to out of uh, Proverbs chapter 4, okay? So I'm going to read a few of the select ones here. I hope you guys can see that and follow along. And let's hit it here. It says, pay attention, my child, to what I say. Listen carefully. Don't lose sight of my words. Let them penetrate deep into your heart, for they bring life and radiant health to anyone who discovers their meaning. Above all else, guard your heart, for it affects everything you do. Avoid all perverse talk. Stay far from the corrupt speech. Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Then stick to the path and stay safe. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. Man, I read that so many times that I wanted to share something with you. I said, how would I put that in my own words to tell my kids? And I'm just going to wing it, but I'm going to tell you what. I say, hey, guys, listen to what I'm going to say. I want you to listen carefully to what your dad's going to tell you. Don't lose sight of what's going on. I want you to open your heart and listen to these words because they're going to bring life to you. They're going to bring health to your body. And this is for anyone. It's not just for you. It's for anyone who understands the meaning of what God has for them. And I said, above all else, man, guard your heart. Because it's going to affect everything you do. It's going to affect the money you spend. It's going to affect who you marry. It's going to affect how you vote. It's going to affect everything. It's going to affect everything. Listen to what I'm saying. Mm. And watch your words. You don't need to be talking like that. Keep your eyes on what's ahead of you. You can't plow backwards. I said, man, walk the straight line that God's got for you. But you're not going to know that straight line unless you have his word open. Look at that path. Hold firm to that path that God's got for you. Don't get sidetracked. Don't get down. Receive his forgiveness. Keep your feet in the footpath of God. Now that's just my version of that. This is God's word for God's people. But I tell you, when you apply that to yourself and you start looking at that, I tell you, that's when I think it starts getting traction in your walk and in your heart. Amen? So today, I hope that we can... Look at how we'll apply these truths. The title again is, What Will You Do With It? And it just gets so big when we look at that. How will you let these words chart your future and guide your life? And here's the thing all of us have. We all have a choice. So let's seek the Lord and grow in His grace. Amen? And be, I want you to hear this, and be who God created you to be. 
That's something the Lord was just really laying on my heart. So everybody doing good? We're going to roll on into this. Hope you can see that okay. All right. All right. We're going to start out with the first thing the Lord was asking me when I went through this. What will you do with his word? What will you do with my word? Think about that. Will you pay attention to his word? Mm. Will we allow God's word to be the map for our life? Will you study the word of God and put it into practice? Because you know what? It'll make all the difference. Faith comes by what? Hearing. Hearing by the word of God. We need to be listening to the word of God. We need to be applying the word of God. How many times do we halfway listen, keep the Bible shut? Yeah, that's a good thing from somebody else to do. But I want us to insert ourselves in the story today. How will we listen and, and allow God's words to move in our hearts, right? Let's keep on going. This is going to unpack pretty fast. Will you let them penetrate deep within your heart? See what I did? I just took that message and just start pulling out those things. And we're going to kind of expound them a little bit. Will we let them grow deep inside your heart? Giving you the foundation needed for the journey ahead. I don't know a lot about building, but I know you've got to have a good foundation. I know if that foundation is off, it'll go like this. You know, the guys at work tease me because my knees are just a little bit bowed in, in case you haven't noticed that. I tell them from riding motorcycles too long. They said, no, you look like your mama's leg. My mom's legs are like this, right? And they said, here it comes. And there's a lady at work, and her leg is bent this way, and mine are bent in. They call us Bowen Bentley. <laughs> Got to love the people that work, don't you? And I, when I went to the doctor to look at my knee, I said, hey, man, what is up with this leg going in like that? And he goes, and he showed, showed me uh, the x-ray. He said, well, you got arthritis in your knee here. And that little, I'll just say that little sponge thing there, that little grommet is gone. And so I said, man, but it's only that much. It's only, what are we talking about? A millimeter last week. Isn't it amazing how God just adds on to his word? I said, it's only just a little bit. He said, yeah, but as your leg, when it turns like this, he said, picture this. Take it, if you had a chair and you had bricks on each side and you took one side of bricks off, what would happen? It would go like that. You know, it would tilt. He says, so your leg starts following that path. I said, wow. And I thought, man, if it's only been like 50, year, 50 years like that, pretty soon I look like a figure four, man, when I come in here, you know? But he says, you know what? We can fix that. I said, well, I'll definitely pray about it and see what's going on. But you know, a lot of times we just don't realize how fast and how far things can get off track just from just making a couple of adjustments. I'm going back and pulling a little bit from last week's message. Hey, the things in our life usually are just a little adjustment. Over the course of time. Amen. Let's keep on rolling. So what else we got here? I think I got a little click happy. Will you let the Lord bring healing to your body and soul through the promises that he's made? I said, you know, when I look at things like that, I said, do we accept the power and the passion that God has breathed into his living word for you? It will make you whole and wise. Wisdom is priceless. If you read Proverbs, you're going to see the number one thing they're talking about is wisdom. Wisdom, cling to that. I always say this. This is something you can have a you can have a lot of knowledge in books, but it takes you having God to help you apply it in your life to really see the wisdom. And I really believe that. You know, there's a lot of great things in books, but you know what? There's no book better than the Living Word of God. Amen. Living Word. It's the bestseller. It's the only one that brings life. It's the one that'll set you free. It's the one that'll encourage you. It'll hold you closer to some of the toughest times. Amen. I went to a family yesterday. I got to do a funeral tomorrow. I asked you guys to be praying about that. And uh, it, I, I really wish I'd have talked to these people earlier on in my life. And I was talking to them, and, and uh, they had been married 62 years, amen. And he had passed and went on with the Lord. 
And they told me, you know, I said, do you have any favorite Bible verses and different things like this? He read his Bible all the time. So the Bible on the coffee table, and it wasn't dusty. You hear what I'm saying? That Bible had been up and down. But I thought this was the most amazing thing, just a little side note, talking about wisdom and stuff. They loved doing stuff together. Always wanted to be together. How many know you can get on somebody's nerves being too close together sometimes? Smart guys. That was good. All the guys were like, I don't know what he's talking about. Are they? <laughs> but you know what? They loved each other's company so much. Check this out. She said, she said, I love to watch sports. He loved to watch westerns. I said, well, how did that go? She said, oh, that's no problem, honey. He said, well, you know what? We had two chairs, two TVs. But this is what I thought. This is wisdom from this man. Guess who had the earphone in? The man. Mama had full roll on the TV. I said, now that's good. I said, man, that's a great idea. They didn't let things that they didn't, uh, I don't want to say this. They, they, they would focus on the main things, being together, and the other stuff took second place. It didn't matter what she was watching, what he was watching. The big thing, they wanted to be together. And they found a way where they can still be together, even, and they can enjoy the things that they have. See, a lot of times, you know, I've got a couple of uh, weddings coming up here, and that's what I see. A lot of times we think, when we get married, you lose who you are, and she loses who she is. But really, when you come together, it should complement who you both are, amen, with God in the middle. Sometimes we've got to make adjustments on that. We get another TV set, honey. <laughs> 55 inch be nice no I'm teasing I will give <laughs> guess who will have the tw- guess who will have the 20 inch TV <laughs> you know but you know what I like being with her too let's keep on going so we're moving on along here and it says guard your heart you know that's what it said in the scripture you got that right amen guard your heart that's an that's a amen from, from from a baby girl that's good I said, allow the Lord to strengthen you as you rest in his protection and comfort uh, that he supplies. God is our protector and provider. Man, that's something right there to just take all in. Our comforter and provider. The creator of the universe, he's got you back. A lot of times when I write notes to, to my friends or something like that, or they ask about something, I didn't even realize it until just now. What did I write back? I got you back. I got your back. What that means is, I'm going to do everything I can to support you. The best I can support you. Might not be the best, but it's the best I can support you. Now think about that. When God says that in his word, hey, come to me. I'm the provider. I'm the protector. And he's got your back. He's got the front. He's got your side. You can rest in that. Amen. We keep on rolling a little bit. Well, we started out a little bit with this, and we'll keep on rolling. Well, sometimes when you, when you go through a rough week, Lord, Lord will make you come clean on it, won't it? <laughs> Watch your words. Anybody believe that's important? Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and take another drink before I jump into this. <laughs> of water. People, people listening later on here. What is going on? Of water. Phew. I want to make sure you all follow that. Well, I noticed this week I said I was doing a little bit of complaining and maybe staying there a little bit longer than I should have. And, and it didn't take long before I was over in the weeds. And I wasn't comfortable with that because I know that's not my makeup. I wasn't cussing, fussing, everything else. I was doing a little whining. I was doing a little whining. Anybody do a little whining? A big guy can still whine. They don't think they do. I, ain't. <laughs> I saw some of this. 
I got the best seat in the house, man. You guys sitting here looking forward. I'm going, whoo, I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to put you under the bus. But anyway, we can do that sometimes, you know? I know, I know. I never do that, do it, Ben? <laughs> it's going to be a long ride home today. <laughs> Another long ride home. But you know, we can. And, and a lot of times we think we're just talking it through. Well, when you talk it through once, that's good. But when you talk it through about 87 times, that's a lot. That's a lot. And it starts programming, programming that mindset. And then the next thing you know, you can't find stuff. And you're doing this and you're getting all upset. And it's everybody else's fault, right? <laughs> a lot of times, I think it starts with, with right here where we're at. And I thought, you know, what is the best way to give a good illustration of our words? I need a big, strong volunteer. Nick, come on up. <laughs> He's like... Okay, come on, come on up. Give him a hand. I can promise you he does not have any idea what we're going to do. But I told, I told him, I said, man, how you feeling today? He said, man, I'm feeling strong, brother. I said, good. <laughs> I said, you feel good? He says, yeah, man, I feel good. I said, can I use you today? He goes, well, what do you want? <laughs> All right, hold on a little something. I got a couple, couple little things here. Just stay right there. Let me look in my little bag here. Oh, my goodness. Okay, hold on. I promised it to be okay. <laughs> Will those fit these little rubber gloves? Oh, my goodness. I don't know, buddy. See what you can do with this. Can we have somebody not quite as strong? <laughs> yeah. That's making me nervous. <laughs> Let's just go with one. Did you check our did you check our claws and the insurance? I think it's we had to pray for the man's hand. Wow. I did not anticipate that. I can tell you that. Okay. All right. All right. Hold on, everything. All right. Here we go. You got that? Yeah. All right. Need you to hold this little dish right here. Okay. Now I'm gonna get you right out here in the middle. So everybody can see. Can everybody see my buddy and what he's got? All right. Now our words, I might have to jump in and get you too. I'll help you if we need it. Our words are pretty amazing, aren't they? It's kind of like um. Well, I'll tell you what, let's just go with this. I, I need you to do something for me. I need you to take this. I'm going to talk to you about this. No. <laughs> this, this toothpaste. This toothpaste. And I'd like you to take this toothpaste. And with, with your other hand, your, your, your gloved hand. And I want you to squeeze it, man. I want you to feel it. Let it flow, man. Let it go. Yeah, all of it. I mean, get every ounce out there. Just get it all out your system. All right? All right? Show them. Let everybody see it. Look, you did a good job. That's good. He did good. All right. Now, I need you to take all that and put it back in there. <laughs> Come on, try it. Try it. No, 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 no. Let me help you out. Maybe, maybe you put a little sugar on it or something. Right? Let's just put a little sugar on it. Maybe it'll dissolve or something. Make it all better, right? A little sweet and low. Yeah. That's right. You, you playing right into this, Chuck. You don't even know it. Thank you. Yeah, it's not sugar. <laughs> All right, all right, well, you know what? Wait a minute. We can just, we can just kind of use a little leverage and put it back in there. How about a little Q-tip? Can you, can you, let's see, can we? What time we got to go to lunch today? Uh, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. As big and strong as he is, <laughs> he said, I'll never come up here again, right? <laughs> so, you know what? Let this represent our words. And man, we get angry and we squeeze it all. I used to, man, he just let them. Man, I'll tell you, man, that, that comes out here. Can you take them words back? 
Uh-uh. Can you sweeten them up a little bit, Chucky? You can try to, but it's still there, isn't it? Yeah. All those things. And I just wanted to use that. I saw, I saw a little illustration. Of course, you know I had to put, put a little Buddy Chapman on there a little bit. And I thought, isn't that something? We could try to sweeten the words up. We could try to, man, we could try to just stuff it back in there and all those things. We could, we could handle it with the kids' gloves and everything else. But the truth of the matter, our words are powerful. And once those words are released, guess what? Either they're going to make something beautiful or they're going to make a mess just like this. So you done good, buddy. I'll take all that back. And uh, if we give him a hand there. Woo, you did good. All right. That's all right. Denise made me take the little one. I was going to take the big one. <laughs> I'm going to leave that right there just to keep, let us think about that. Isn't that a great illustration, though? Boy, them words would get loose out there, won't they? They would just go ahead. And, and next thing you know, we don't understand why there's such a mess. So you know what? We need to guard our hearts and watch our words. That's all I wanted to say. Y'all won't listen to anything else. All day said, buddy had this big guy squeeze a tube of toothpaste with a rubber, what? rubber glove on. And that's all right. Because I tell you what, you'll remember that. I pray that you remember that. Because I looked at that today and I thought, man, no matter when I was getting some stuff together, I saw some sweet and low and I saw some Q-tips. And I thought, I don't know any way to put that back together. I don't know any way. But I believe God does know a way, and it's called forgiveness, amen? But does it still sting a little bit? Does it still make a mess? It sure does. So I just want to encourage us to stay the course, amen? Stay the course. I said, man, let the Lord help us walk and talk and be more like who he's called you to be. And he's called us to be created in his son's image, amen? He wants us to reflect Jesus well. And you know what? We're just going to keep on going along the road of life and see what else God's got for us. Amen. Everybody doing good? Amen. Let's keep on going. So next, what will you do with his love? Well, some people reject it, don't they? Some people reject it. I said, there's some folks I meet that just seem to reject it. Maybe, maybe it's because of guilt. Maybe it's because of bitterness. I don't know what they've had going on in their life. Maybe they're ashamed. I mean, you could just fill in the, in the blank there. I don't know. But some people do reject it. And what happens is they become really cold and bitter and usually pretty lonely after a while. They don't seem to bear much fruit, do they? Not very much spiritual fruit. And, and that's not what God has for us. And I wrote this down. I said, you know, God had, it was, was never his plan for us not to bear fruit. It was to bear fruit. And he wants us to be his hands, his feet, that vessel where you receive his love. Let's take a look at this. Some people abuse it. Think about this. You ever had this happen? I said, some people just come around when they need something. And when they get what they want, they're on their way again. How do you feel when that happens? You know? How would you feel like, you know, I said, you think about that. You know, if the kids only come around when they need gas money. Or if they need this. Or if you only come around and you only tell your wife looks beautiful when you ran over a rose bushes or whatever. You know what I mean? What about that? I love buying my wife flowers. And I do it pretty often. But I always... Most always, most of the time, buy flowers for no reason. You see what I'm saying? Just to stay ahead of the game. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> Jay's back there going, yeah, that's a great idea. No, no, because I wanted to know that there's nothing hooked to it, just I care about you. There's nothing wrong for birthdays or this or Valentine's Day. That, that's all good. But sometimes... I love it. See, when she gets home, she's tired. Anybody tired working all day? She's a school teacher. She's got everything. She's got a bunch of bags and everything. She'll come in there and go, oh. And she'll say, can you help me get the stuff out of the car? my knee's hurting. You're not going to help me? I said, I, 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 give me a second. And, man, I let her get really mad. I could not believe it, right? 
She doesn't get really mad. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> yes, she does. She's like, I cannot believe this. I'm gonna, you're just sitting there and everything else. And I say, and then I'll say, hey, baby. I said, my knees hurt. Can you get me something to drink? I cannot believe you want me to get you something to drink. Oh, I got her down for it. Ooh, got her on the line. And she's going in there. I said, please. I said, my leg's been hurting. And that's, that's no story right there. My leg usually wore out by the end of the day. And she'll go in there. I can't believe. Oh, you got flowers. Everything lovey-dovey, man. And then I go get the stuff out of the car. Because <laughs> I know. I've been married a long time. Go out there and get that stuff out of the car. But anyway. You know, that, it's, it's kind of funny sometimes, though, isn't it? Like, if I just love doing stuff like that. I, I got to tell you all the story. It has nothing to do with this. I just want to make you laugh, but it's crazy. Our, our anniversary was about uh, a couple weeks ago. And I said, hey, baby, I want to take you out to this nice restaurant. Never been to this restaurant. But I heard it was a real nice restaurant. And Tanya and Tim, uh, uh, daughter, dates a young man, real nice man. And I had never met him before. You know where this is going. But I seen pictures. And I knew his name. So we get in there and we go to sit down at the restaurant and guess who's rating on us? Sean. That's our guy. And I couldn't help it, man. So he shakes my hand and when he shakes my hand, I go, oh my gosh, man. He goes, everything okay? I said, you got a girlfriend? He goes, yeah. I'm making him really feel weird. I said, it's, it starts with a K, doesn't it? He goes, yeah. I said, is it Christy? He goes, sir, you're freaking me out. <laughs> right? And I'm just, I'm loving it. And Denise is going, would you please tell him why you know that? And I couldn't resist. I said, well, I'm a psychic. <laughs> the guy goes, really? I said, man, you got a big red truck. And he was going, oh. And then, <laughs> oh, I said, do you live in Gloucester? He goes, yes, I do. And I said, I think, I think I'm going, I don't know what he's going to put in the food at this point. I go, well, you know what? I know your girlfriend's mom and dad. I'm buddy, how you doing? He goes, whew, man. <laughs> he probably won't show up at our church. But anyway, <laughs> everybody say, what? But you know, it's those little things sometimes that you just, you know, do you like laughing? The joy of the Lord is, is our strength. But you know what, what it did? It, it, it got his guard down and everything else. And I was able to talk with him and, and see what seemed like a wonderful young man. But I also know he went in there and he said, I just met your Uncle Bud. He's something else. <laughs> yeah, okay. He's freaking me out. He's, he's something else. You know, I bet you was going in. That's a little weird. But you know what? You got to have fun sometimes, don't you? You got to have some fun sometimes. And uh, so I bet you'll never forget that. <laughs> but you know what? What I'm going to use it is, is tell you this. A lot of times we abuse stuff. There's sometimes people know things about people and different things like that. And they'll turn around and they'll use it for their gain. That's not good. Instead of seeing something going on in somebody's life and coming alongside and encourage them. I'm talking about just teasing them. But you know what I mean? Have you ever seen that? Sometimes we'll, we'll manipulate the system to get what we want. Anybody ever seen that in their life? It will happen. It will happen over and over again. What do you do about that? You know what? You stand your ground. And you trust the Lord. Amen. So let's go back to this. What will you do with his love? We're talking about God's love. Some will embrace it. Amen. If you embrace the love of the Lord today, let me hear you say amen. amen. That's a good place to be. I said they receive the peace and it starts to develop us in our heart. It works from the inside out to be a mirror of Christ. Now, I want to tell you something from, from walking with the Lord for quite a while. I don't believe walking with the Lord means like this and stiff and rigid and anything. He's about life and life in abundance. And I believe that God takes the gifts that he's put in you and everything else so that you can be you to the fullest. But you know what? 
you should start looking a lot like Jesus. I should start looking a lot like Jesus because he's molding us. Amen. That, that the things, how about this in your Christian world? And you think that things that used to be a real big deal before you got saved are not that big a deal now? Do you find things that didn't used to be a big deal that are a big thing now? You know what's a big deal? I want people to know Jesus. I want them to know about our Heavenly Father. I want them to experience that freedom. I want them to be set free from those things, right, in their life. I want them to experience their love. Because why? Because Jesus paid way too much of a price for to leave anything left on the table. Amen? We need to be sharing that. And the song will let them shape them. How is God's love shaping you? I've heard Tanya and Tim say this over the years. They said, it's amazing how God's worked in your life. You preach a lot more on love and grace than you used to. And, I, and she said that years ago, and I thought about that. You know why? Because I've seen a lot more of God's love and grace in my life. Do you need it? I know I do. You know, I want to tell him about how good God is. Yes, he's awesome and he's holy, perfect, and all these things. But I want to tell you, he'll take you right where you are. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for you and me. We can't earn grace. We can't buy grace. He knows the whole story, and he still came and laid down his life for me and you, and he is risen. Amen? That's the love I want to share with people. And you know what? The way we share it is not always the same. Everybody uh, has different gifts in doing that. So what God's given you, use it. Donna couldn't make it today. sits over in the back. Several weeks ago, I talked about what is your passion? What has God put in your heart? That you can use to make a difference in, in things. I saw a picture yesterday of his race car. You know what's on the back for everybody to see while he's winning the race because the Lord's with him, amen? Keep the promise on the cross. I think that's so cool. He grabbed me on the front porch. He goes, buddy, uh, I'm a racer. I race cars. You think he'll use me? I said, absolutely. Would it be all right? If I put something on the car to let them know. Absolutely. Isn't that amazing? Absolutely. He's taking the gift and taking the love that God's put in And now he's using it. I don't know how many laps he made, but every lap they knew about. Keep the promise in the cross. Keep the promise in the cross. And if you come to keep the promise, we're going to point you to the cross. Amen? It's about Jesus. I thought that was just amazing. It's another doorway. Can you imagine? Oh, let's see. You got, uh, you know, Al's uh, mufflers. and you got What's this on the back? Oh, that's my church. That's where I go. And this, God's blessed me to have this. God's blessed me to do this. Isn't that amazing? See, to me, that just really speaks to my heart because you know what? He grabbed hold of that message that day. He never talked about it again. He never said anything. He says, do you think it would be all right if I did this? I said, man, run with it, brother. Run with it. He didn't put it all over. Look at what I'm doing. Any of this. He just did what he felt like the Lord said. I can use you with that. What is it that God's gifted you with? That you can use. Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. So I, I just think it's, you know, we just get the biggest reward when we're serving out of that place where God has shaped us to be more like His Son and called us to be who we're to be. Everybody doing good? Let's keep on rolling. So I thought about this what will you do with Jesus? That's where it really comes down to it. What will you do with Jesus? Will you believe Him? Will you believe that Jesus Christ died for your sins? Do you believe that he's the only way to heaven? Because that's what his word says. How many believe that, that God's word is perfect and true? Amen. It's the inspired word of God. God breathed. 
Will you receive that? See, that's what it's all about. Will you receive that? You can read it and, and, and just go, oh, yeah, I heard about that story. Or will you, will you receive that? Here's something. Will you confess it? The Bible says, I say it every week. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. What will you do with Jesus? Here's one for you. Will you care? Will you care to encourage others in their Christian walk? Will you, will you motivate that passion of Christ in them? See, sometimes people just need just a little something. I know this happens to you guys, and I appreciate when you guys share the stories and stuff. This week had a lot on the plate, everything going on. But I knew that the Lord wanted me to call this particular person. And I called them, and they answered. And I said, I just felt like I was supposed to get up with you today and pray for you. And this person told me, he said, I've been sitting at my table asking God, to have somebody to come and pray with me. And that's all the glory goes to God right there. All the glory. I could have missed it. I could have kept on going. Because I was too busy with my shovel. If I, man, they want me to do this at work, you know. Look like those, we are the lollipop kids, you know. That's a, uh, look at me, you know, stuff like that. Oh, poor old buddy Lee. Isn't that something? But you know what? When I step back and start praising the Lord, I start hearing from the Lord. And the Lord said, lean in my heart. Why don't you call this person? What do you think that did to my faith that day? Whoo, skyrocket. What do you think it did to that person's faith? God heard me. God heard me and sent somebody to pray with me about my situation. Man, how much do we miss out in a week, in a day? You know why? God's always willing for us. Will you care? Here's the next thing. Will you share it? That's why I love telling you the stories and sharing different things like that. Because, you know, you say, my gosh, you can't even make that up. You're right. Why would I want to? I want you to hear the truth. I want you to hear how God will work anytime, all the time, right where you are. That's amazing. And you say, but man, my situation doesn't look like he's in it at all. You know what? Maybe today it might look like that. But maybe tomorrow it's going to look a little brighter. Look past that. What was our verse again? Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. I found out a few things going through different situations in my life. You guys probably see that it's true as well. If I'm going through a tough time and all I'm focusing on is that tough time, that tough time gets bigger and bigger and bigger and it consumes me. And then I'm like, all I think about is this thing, whatever it is, you can fill in the blank on that. But when I look at that and I go, God's bigger than that. God's bigger than that. He's bigger than that. And I don't even have to understand how he's going to do it. Because the chances are, I'm not going to understand it. How about you? His ways are not our ways. His ways are higher. But when I come to the point of trusting in that, it starts moving me to a whole nother dimension. It starts moving me from fear and it moves me to faith. I hate this. I don't even say hate much, but I hate this. I hate when I see God's children... Ruled by fear. I, I hate it. It's paralyzing, man. We're not supposed to be like that. There's a, there's a reverence and there's things like that. And there's things that scare us and everything. I understand that. But to just be controlled by fear. God brought us out of that. Amen. You know what I mean? He said, fear not. Fear not. Fear not. But you know what? Sometimes we need to rehearse in our heart the greatness of God. You ever do this? Sometimes I think about this. this is, I'll just give you some pieces of the puzzle that helps me when I'm going through a tough time. One, keep your Bible open and keep your heart open. Next, 
recount of some of the things that God's brought you through. And I go, man, if God got me through this, surely he's going to do this. Surely God's got a plan. What can I learn from these things to walk in this thing? What can God show me here? And, and Lord, when I get here, I don't want my heart to get calloused and bitter, but I want my heart to get open and better. That way, if you go through it or she goes through it or he goes through it, then maybe I could come along and, and, and encourage. I'm not trying to tell you I know it all at all, but I know who does. And I'm going to keep pointing to him. Over and over and over, we see that. And, and, and sometimes, I'll tell you what, I've been to people's houses when something's really, really big happened, and sometimes I just cry with them because I don't know how God's going to fix it. Amen? But I can tell you this, he can work through it. And it's not always the situation like we want it to be. Want it to be. But I'm going to tell you what, that's amazing how God continued to work in our lives in those areas. I said, this last one, when I say share, will you share God's word? Will you share Jesus? Will you obey the Lord's teaching and share the gospel of Christ with others? And you are, are you willing to choose today? It's so much more. It's so much more than what we see. Amen. Let's go on and move to this next one. This is where we're really going to get, get uh, getting us involved. What will you do with, and I put fill in the blank. For each person in here, that blank might represent something totally different. But I'll just put a few things in there to help us today. Amen. What will you do with your future? Will you, will you pray and ask this question? You know, ask the Lord, hey, what is it? What is it that you want to do with my life? What will you do with your time? Amen. What will you do with your time? What will you do with your sins? Will you try to cover them? Will you try to fix it yourself? Will you try to put the toothpaste back in the tube? Think about that. I even thought about that. The Bible says if any man or woman be in Christ, they are a new creation. The old have passed away. Behold, the new has come. We've been transformed. The old is gone. The new has come. And it makes me think of that same right there, that same uh, illustration. We've been regenerated through the sacrifice of Christ. We're a new person in Christ. God doesn't just do a patch job. He does the whole deal. Amen. It's all about him. Think about this. What will you do with his forgiveness? Will you receive it? Will you pass it on? What will you do with his son? And what will you do with your life? I'm going to read this again down at the bottom of Proverbs. Don't lose sight of my words. Let them penetrate deep within your heart. For they bring life and radiate health. To who? Just the people at KTP? Nope. To everybody that uh, says they're a Christian or anybody that has a Bible? No. He says to anyone, look at this, who discovers their meaning. If you want to understand the, the meaning of what God has for you, it starts off with a personal relationship. Where God renews your spirit. Where he saves your soul. And then don't get sidetracked with those things. I look down here, the last part, and I don't, I don't believe I have it up on here, but the last few verses were 25, 26, and 27. Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. You know what? And then stick to the path and stay safe. Stick to that path. That's the whole thing. You remember when we talked about that millimeter? The millimeter over a course of 100 yards is a big difference. But if we take a step at a time and we continue to seek the Lord, we will be on a path with him. Let God help us make those, those course corrections. And it says, don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. 
See, this week I got a little sidetracked. I started looking at my situation. It, was, it wasn't really comfortable. They were coming to me. I felt like I was in the middle. You see, you ever get like that? You feel like you're in the middle. And what are we going to do, buddy? What are we going to do? Well, I, I, all these things. You start getting stretched. And you know, I heard a guy say a long time ago, when you squeeze an orange, what comes out? Orange juice. When you squeeze an apple, what comes out? Apple juice. How come when we squeeze a Christian sometimes, we don't always see Christ? Because you know what? We're still being renewed. The deal is done. You are sealed forever for eternity. But guess what? We still deal with this flesh. So just keep on going and keep on trusting and let God do what God does and let us be who we are supposed to be in Christ. What will you do with Jesus? I broke it down to this. Believe, receive, and share. If you don't know him today, this is your day. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you for the message today. What will we do with it? What will we do with our situation? What will we do with your love? What will we do with your grace? What will we do with your mercy? Like I said, whatever that, that, that blank is, whatever that situation is that my brothers and sisters are going through, somebody listening online later on is going through, what will you do with that situation? What will you do with it? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you something that I believe will help you. You can bring it to Jesus. Amen. You can bring it to the foot of the cross. You can bring it and say, Lord, I got this situation. Lord, I got this going on in my life. But when you do that, turn it over to him and leave it there. Don't pick it up and take it back with you. Because he says he will carry your burden. He said his yoke is easy. So today, let's start first things first. Do you know Jesus? What will you do with Jesus? Will you receive him? If you're here today, I want you to listen very close. If you've never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, today's your day. It's not by accident you're listening to this particular message. It's for you today. Will you call on the name of Jesus? Will you put your faith and trust in the finished work of the cross and say, Lord, I know that my sin separates me from you. Lord, come into my life today, this day, right now. I'm going to make it real. I'm not waiting until next week. I'm not waiting until I get home. I'm not waiting until I go to sleep tonight. I'm going to make that decision now. I want to encourage you. If you've already made that decision, I want people to be praying for those that have not made that decision today. Lord, we pray for those that maybe have not made that decision. Not because they didn't want to. Maybe they didn't understand it. Maybe they were scared. Maybe they didn't understand what was going on. Maybe they just want to make sure that they understand everything. Well, I pray today that you make this message clear in their hearts so that they understand that Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven. That Jesus Christ came and led a sinless life for all of us who sinned. And he took our place. He paid our fine in full. Will you receive that today? If that's you, the Bible says if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God has raised you from the dead, you will be saved. Let us celebrate with you today. Don't leave here today without saying, you know what, buddy? I prayed that prayer. Come into my life, Jesus. Forgive me of my sin. I believe you're the son of God that takes away the sin of the world. I'm trusting you today. And if you're here and you've made that decision some time ago and maybe, you know what, you're looking back and sometimes, you know what, you run over a few things on the road. Maybe you, you get off course a little bit. I want to tell you that God's grace is greater than your sin. Amen? God's grace is greater than your sin. And he's willing for you to come on back. He's never left. We might walk away, but he hasn't. And I want to encourage you with that today. What will you do with Jesus? What will you do with his love? What will you do with his forgiveness? I pray that you receive each one of those things here today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Absolutely.